the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Y'all are just really great people. Brenda Lee Johnson from The Closer. Y'all are just really great people. I kind of agree with that. Let's try to get you to retirement. Let's talk about money issues, investing issues. Got an interesting question. What do I think about the A&E's Flip This House free two-hour training event in San Francisco? First and foremost, uh, I think you're wasting your time. Second, I think they're going to try to sell you crap product. Third, I think you're going about trying to get wealthy the wrong way. If you think a two-hour free seminar is going to get you wealthy, be cautious. Um, I think you have to have a good job and you have to have a savings to get wealthy. And then you have to add to that savings. On a rare occasion, if you have a great idea, bam, you can hit a home run. But um, I've seen some of these seminars. And at one point in time when I was younger, I was like, I wonder if I could do that. That sounds like way easier than working. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. So anyhow, and anyway, you see where I'm going out with that. Um, not a big fan. Home builders face profitability risks. Despite a healthy market, home builders, not only do people want homes, but not a lot of people want to build homes. And the, the gear used to produce a home and manufacture a home is expensive right now. So Pulte Group, Toll Brothers, D.R. Horton, um, they're having a tough time right now. I think there's a lot of writing on the wall that uh, mortgage rates have sapped some affordability. And um, then you tie into the cost of building a home and the labor cost being one of them. It's no bueno. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Starbucks reports are on tonight. If you've never heard a conference call, I, mean, I highly suggest you try hearing one in your lifetime. I think they're they're worth it kind of shows you what's out there. You can miss the first 45 minutes and just wait to the question and answers by the analysts. You don't really need the CEO and the executives touting how great it was during a challenging quarter. You want to hear the questions. Hedge fund manager David Einhorn explains why he lost more than 30% last year, and he said nothing went right. And he's an all-star. Greenlight Capital lost 11.4% in the fourth quarter. It was down 34% in 2018. He reopened funds to more investors, something he hadn't done since 2014 when he just doesn't need it right now. And then, whoops, he kind of does after a bad year. Baby needs new diapers. Is that fair to say? Is that fair to say? Uh, but yeah, even an all-star can strike and miss on occasion, right? So know that, in my opinion. The representative, Alexandria Cortez, She's the young lady who is a freshman congresswoman. And she basically, one of the things she says is, one of her platforms, 
is going after billionaires. Allowing billionaires to exist alongside extreme poverty is immoral. Um, it'll be interesting to see who gets behind that and who doesn't. One of our solutions to America's wealth disparity is a 70% marginal tax rate. Um, no, thank you. But it's pretty strange. San Francisco, I saw someone post on Facebook yesterday, name five things you like about San Francisco. And people were pretty snarky. There were things like, oh, we love the, the pay and excessive taxes. We feel so good about it. One of them was uh, stepping over a homeless person at night is kind of a form of exercise. Like, whoa, that's harsh. People are mean on Facebook, right? But very sarcastic. And I get it. Trust me, I do. Um, IBM, Procter Gamble, United Technologies all had solid quarters. Walmart got a nice upgrade. There's still a lot of flack with um, U.S. and China. Larry Kudlow, the, uh, tied towards the Economic Council, he says that you know we're going to have some sort of sticking point with China about enforcing some of the IP patent technology patents. And how do you enforce penalties? So, so there's China still out there, but the markets are, are, are pushing through it today. I told you that Starbucks reports earnings tonight. Will it be filled with froth or not? Um, people are asking me a lot of questions on GE and PG&E, and I have no interest. I saw that PG&E, Pacific Gas and Electric, secured some financing to get them through bankruptcy. And I know the state of California is going to protect them going forward. But right now, the state of California does want to bail them out too fast until they've kind of spent all their money before they're asking for free money. I know it's going to have some sort of resolution. Um, otherwise, we're getting sticks out and starting running them together in California for our heat. That's not going to happen. So that's out there today. I know you're saying, like, all these cheery stories. You want cheery? I'll give you cheery. How about some free tickets? Barracuda ticket giveaway. 800-516-1220 to get your call. Winner receives four tickets. See the San Jose Barracuda versus San Diego Goals Saturday, February 16th, two days after Valentine's Day. Take your lady to a hockey game. Or maybe take all three of your exes to a hockey game. A party of four. Or if you got two kids and a wife. Or if you have three kids. Or if you've got one kid who knows three kids. Give them the tickets. I don't know. Winner receives four tickets to see San Jose Barracuda versus San Diego Goals Saturday, February 16th, 2019 at 1.15. Ooh, it's a daytime tilt at SAP Center in San Jose. If you watched the Sharks last night against the Washington Capitals, you know how truly exciting hockey can be. And if you heard the Sharks this year on AM 1220, their AHL team, Barracuda, um, they're having a great year. So things are looking good now. So they also have some family path that they're they're pushing. The family pack. Save $18 by attending a San Jose Barracks Cuda game with your family four-pack without the hassle of buying online. Fans can purchase four tickets for just $34 of, um, of fees by visiting the Threat Matrix ticket office the day of the game. Don't forget to take the little Cuda fans to the fun zone on the concourse between sections 117 and 127. It is kind of a fun game to go to. So you can learn more. Uh, by going to sjbarracuda.com. That's sjbarracuda.com. I'm Rob Black. 
Call 800-516-1220 to get those said tickets. And uh, please, no previous winners. No one named Corey. And um, that's my only restrictions. I know. So one of the things I like to do, I do a lot of homework. I don't think I'm smarter than you. I just read more than you. I don't think I'm smarter than you. I just pay attention to the stuff more than you. Uh, General Electric Amazon have been being added to a big trust recently. Um, General Electric's people are betting on a turnaround. Now, Amazon, people are betting the momentum continues to go. Keep flowing. That's kind of interesting, right? I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. Rob Black Show. Big event coming up Thursday, 630 to 830. You can sign up with the big event, 630 to 830, this Thursday in Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Retirement income, 2000. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, chatting with Coach Sendak, your Santa Clara Broncos basketball report. It's now time for a check-in with our partners at Santa Clara Basketball. For this week's chat with Coach Sindek, here's the voice of the Broncos, Anthony Passarelli, with Coach. I'm here with Santa Clara men's basketball coach Herb Sendek for our weekly Chatting with Coach Sendek segment brought to you by Heffernan Insurance Brokers. Heffernan Insurance, because you're different. Heffernan, proud partner of Santa Clara Athletics. Coach Herb Sendek, Coach, Broncos 3-3 three and three, uh, through six games of the West Coast Conference schedule, and there's still a little bit of a buzz about the come-from-behind victory on Saturday at Pacific a win on the road, which is always nice in conference, but the Broncos scored 19 of the final 21 points to get the victory. What does that say about a group like that, a uh, group that you have, to be able to uh, have the resilience to come back and win a game on the road like that? Well, I thought our guys were resilient and tough down the home stretch and put together a good string of stops and, and scores to allow us you know, to ultimately pull away with the win. We've talked about this being a young team and quite a few players in their first year in the program. Uh, taking on the number four team in the country, the Gonzaga Bulldogs, tomorrow at 8 o'clock at the Levy Center. This is a team the Broncos played just a few weeks ago. Uh, does that help in any way to, to have experienced the way and the pace at which Gonzaga plays? Well, I think every experience is important for our team. And, you know, certainly I, I hope we learn some things uh, from our game in Spokane was nice to see a couple of Broncos uh, really come off the bench and do well against Pacific. And they've done that this season. There have been different players that step up in games. How has that been for you to, to be able to count on those different players each night? Well, it's a team sport. And um, every possession, you know, guys have to play together for it to turn out the way, you know, it, we wanted to. And so we got contributions from everybody on Saturday night at Pacific in, you know, really positive contributions, both offensively and defensively. And that's what it takes. A couple of home games coming up. The start of three straight at the Levy Center tomorrow against the number four Gonzaga Bulldogs. That'll be at eight. And then Saturday against LMU at six o'clock. Herb Sendick, thanks a lot. Thanks, Anthony. Bronco head coach Herb Sendick. That's our chat every Wednesday at 820. Brought to you by Heffernan Insurance, specializing in business and personal insurance, financial services, and employee benefits. Find them at hefins.com. I'm Rob Black. Talking money, 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 money. And get this, more money. Time for a stock talk moment. Stock talk with Rob Black. Black. 
Okay, now follow me if you may. Fleet of footwear. Nike, named for the Greek goddess of victory, is today's stock of the day. Stock I do currently own. It's one of the world's number one. Well, it's not one of the world's. It's the world's number one shoe and apparel company. Nike designs, develops, and sells a variety of products and services to help in playing basketball and soccer, football, uh, running, both men's and women's different train shoes, and other action sports. Nike markets sports-inspired products for children and various competitive and recreational activities to kind of kind of seed their future. They do golf, tennis, walking uh, endorsements. Um, they own Converse and Hurley, so they're not just the Nike brand. They sell through more than 1,000 owned retail stores worldwide, and some people are saying shoes are going out. Stores are going out of business. People don't want to go on a retail store. They have an e-commerce site to kind of uh, fight that. They sell quite well through Walmart.com. Quite well. Not quite as well through Amazon. The selection Amazon has is, is quite honestly pretty weak. But I sign up for Nike emails, and every now and then I see a, a sale of 50% off, and I get the same pair I always get. Not the same color, but the same size, the same fit, and same brand. So Nike is my stock of the day, and I want to go a little bit further into it, if I may. Judge. I hate people with nicknames like Judge. I hate it. I hate it. Things I hate. Someone has said at the seminar last night, like, you got a lot of hate in you. I'm like, you do know that it's embellished a little bit for radio, don't you? He didn't know. So Nike shares just hit an all-time high. And Nike's been on my radio talk list now for 20 years. Go back 20 years, and you'll say, whoa, it's a great company. Do you think it's going to change in the next couple weeks, next couple years? It can make a mistake. It could sign, you know, a football player who then goes on a murdering spree. It could. And people could say, boycott Nike. Let's all boycott Nike. They support a murderer. Right? They uh, heavily are tied towards things like Foot Locker. Um, but it's the best performing stock in the Dow Jones Industrial Average this year. It's up 36%. The bulk of their gains have come in the last three months. And we all kind of know. And maybe we can get a little audio from that Just Do It commercial with Colin Kaepernick. Initially, the stock got hit on that news. But since that ad came out, it's up 14%. Colin Kaepernick, famous for starting the Take a Knee protest against racial inequality in America. Now, the valuation of Nike is starting to push high. So anytime a stock's up 36% in a year, it's probably been at the table a little bit too long eating pasta. And you know how pasta kind of sneaks up on you? It sneaks up on me. Uh, so it's always good for me to stay. I, Italians do nice, slow two hour dinners because if you eat too fast, I mean, if you just, you're going to get, you're going to get full fast and your belly's going to hurt. So the valuation's high. I'm not crazy about it. I'm not telling you to go out and buy it today, but it's an iconic brand that does command a premium valuation. If I could tell my 12 year old self something right now, it would be stop obsessing about that girl who lives next to you. No, no. If I could tell myself, 12-year-old self something. When it comes to buying stocks, you could buy Nike probably every year. You don't have to be right that year. It's a big blue chip company. Ooh, blue chip. It's not going anywhere. There was a survey out earlier this week by Wall Street firm Canaccord Genuity who said the majority of consumers supported the Kaepernick advertisement. It's a great ad. 
a sentiment that translated into a bump in sales. The stock has room to run from a technical perspective. No, I'm not, I'm not a technician. If they laugh at what you think I like you the brand. I like the, the revenue. I like the product. I like the, the sales. I like the earnings. I like the margins. I'm not a big technical guy on stocks. I'll look at technicals, but I've never met a technician worth a million dollars who did it from like $20,000 to a million. I've, I've met the blowhards who are like, oh, just form a double topping. As it blows out the topping, just a candlestick. I'm like, I don't see it. She look, look right there. It looks like a candlestick. It's a head and shoulders candlestick. It's got dandruff. I'm like, stocks don't have dandruff. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, I didn't mean to say that. So technicians don't work for me. They may work for you, but to me, they're kind of like you know the voodoo priestess in, in New Orleans. You know, the chicken bone stuff. Not me. I look at technicals. I like to see like the worst day ever when the market crashed. When Trump got elected, where did the stock go? When uh, 9-11 happened, where did the stock stop falling? When you know we go into the Great Recession, where did the stock bottom at? That's important to me. Because that's showing me the worst day in the history. Now, are there going to be worser days in history? Sure. But I don't play the game of, of you know, got to be right, right, right now. Nike just sold out 61% more merchandise since the Kaepernick ad. It's not too shabby, right? Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. So I woke up last night at 1 a.m. and I turned on CNBC Europe and I saw a pretty cool thing. Boeing's taking a step forward with Uber Air taxis. Sweet. I'm not there. I'm not buying it yet, but it's a great story. Bitcoin's going to go to zero, so said one reporter from Devos. Um, I find that kind of interesting because, well, 2017, people thought it was going to go to 50,000 to 100,000. And YouTube has announced that they're stretching out their ambitions to be a cable TV company, but a wireless TV company with a streaming platform. They're already in 100 plus markets. They're going big time with it now, they say. So interesting years ahead to think about. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton, newfocusfinancial.com. Did the show previous to this one, 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, AM 1220, KDOW. Uh, Bitcoin going to zero, Chad Burton. What say you? Uh, I don't know about that. I think that the you know cryptocurrencies aren't super easy to use here, but overseas there's a lot of places that, hey, I don't want to keep money in my country's currency, so I'm going to keep it somewhere. But it's the cost of doing business right now with Bitcoin and the volatility, it's just it's a little bit too much to say, oh, this is mainstream right now. I don't think it ever dies 100%, but you know, is it an investment? No, because it doesn't have earnings. It's a store of value, and it's a very wild ride if you're going to store your value there, right? Yeah, I, I I just I stay away. It's like I don't know. I have I'm old enough now where I know things that are going to get me in trouble. Hot cars, hot women, hot stocks, and that was one that was just too hot for me. So I just stayed away from it. Anyway, I'm going to see you Thursday night, six thirty to eight thirty, Palo Alto Elks Lodge. We're going to talk about income and retirement, a very near and dear issue to I think everyone, as we're all going to head towards retirement at some point. Uh, why is retirement income planning so necessary? Would you say because uh, you make it so you make it so stringent? You make it there's rules. 
Well, yeah, I had somebody asked me the other day, is, you know, I haven't Googled it yet, but isn't there just a list of real high dividend paying stocks that you can buy and hold on to them? And I'd say, yeah, uh, you know, that list last year would have probably had GE on it. That's a high yielding stock because the stock price had fallen so much before the dividend had that the yield was showing as a very high number. But then, man, when they cut that dividend, look out below. That's what happened. So investing in high yielding stocks, high yield bonds, preferred stocks. If you think, as you go into retirement, you need to push your portfolio in that direction, basically you're setting yourself up for a disaster in many cases. If you look at all that stuff in the credit crisis, if you look at all that stuff when interest rates jump, it gets hammered. And investing in high-yielding stocks is almost a way to invest in garbage in many cases, because if if a stock is yielding way more than the market average yield in the S&P 500, which is a little over 2%, it's because of added risk. They're either massive leveraging or something's going on. Now, I love dividend-paying stocks, but we use what's called the dividend achiever approach, where you buy companies that you still want growth out of the share price. They do pay a dividend. It's got to be a yield of at least 1% or more. But most of these stocks are in the 2 to 3% range because they increase their dividend on a year-over-year basis. Even last year, when a lot of stocks were down, the majority of the companies increased their dividend by over 10%, in fact. So, you get paid to wait during a down market, and you're not investing in stuff that's really sensitive to higher rates or credit cycles. So, investing just for yield in retirement can be a mistake. You stick with a good portfolio strategy, and what works is as those stocks, those equities grow, you peel enough of that growth off the table to replenish the cash that you're spending in retirement. That's how you actually get through good economies, bad economies, corrections, recessions, and everything else. It's not investing for yield. Something that I've started using as a phrase, I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but I'll say to the wife, I'll say, you can't spend like that in retirement. Um, that's why I want to save more because I feel like I can't spend like that in retirement. Is that a fair statement? Have you ever heard that? Has anyone ever thrown that out? Maybe we should patent it. Yeah. There's another thing that I heard today. What can you do? Something like, um, what can you trade money for time for in retirement? Like uh, people that used to eat out all the time. Can you somehow get a passion for cooking and, and, you know, do your own lunches and dinners? So you're spending less in retirement. Uh, retirement's very lumpy, though, Rob. I mean, my retirement is going to be very expensive the first 10 years. And yeah. I'm going to put off my retirement because I want to spend money on things and memories now while my body's able. Um, so you just kind of have to plan for that stuff. And you also have to vision what your retirement's going to be like to have a successful retirement. Because if you just work and work and work and save your portfolio value that you targeted and then you retire, you're going to be bored or miserable or worrying about your money too much. I hear you on that. Let's talk about taxes. Instead of cooking classes to save money in retirement, how about we just pay no taxes? I got an email from an elderly couple who says, we don't make income. Do we need to pay taxes? And that's what their email would have sounded like if they would talk to me directly. (laughs) They don't pay income. They don't make income. Do we need to still pay taxes? I'm like, I think you do. got to tell the IRS you're still alive. Actually, no. I mean, in retirement, you can have a bunch of income and still pay a 0% federal tax, in fact. So, one of the examples that I give, I give a, uh, one where somebody needs $75,000 a year, and they're getting 25 okay. from Social Security, 
maybe they have 3000 on on interest from their bank accounts and maybe they own some stocks and get $7000 of qualified dividends maybe they own some tax free bonds and get 5000 from that and they take some of their their money from their taxable account at 35000 that's not all gains maybe only half of that's gain they got a total gross income of 75 grand Taxable income is a little less than that, but they have exemptions and they have a certain amount that they can take at a zero percent capital gains bracket. You could have in that scenario seventy five grand of gross income and pay up to a zero percent federal tax. Now there's gonna be some state in there and you could even do some Roth conversion on top of it. So if you have different types of accounts in retirement and you blend your income the right way, some cash, some interest from bonds, some dividends from stocks, some capital gains from selling assets, you can enjoy a very low low bracket under this current tax code. Interesting stuff. Big seminar Thursday night, 630 to 830, Elks Lodge in Palo Alto. That's just right around the corner. It's the first one of the year, so there's going to be a lot of that what to expect ahead. What else can people expect from the seminar? And they can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com and use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. What else are you going to chit-chat about Thursday evening? Well, we'll, we'll talk about things like, you know, the example that I gave is assuming somebody retires with a lot of different you know, pools of money. They're, they're pre-tax 401k or IRA. They're tax-free Roth and gains from stocks. And blending income, you have a lot more opportunities. If you retire and you only have a 401k, it's all about Roth conversion strategies in those early years of retirement. So we talk about how you do that so that you can build up a tax-free pool of money for the rest of your life. Um, and look at other things like maybe you have a year with really high medical expenses, and you can use those horrible situations to create a tax-free situation where you convert money from an IRA to a Roth to, to make sure you're using your medical expenses that year. Um, the, the big thing is, Rob, I don't think these taxes are going to be around after 2026. I think they'll go up again. So really okay. focus on the advantage of this and, and, and save as much money as you can over the long term of retirement. I hear you on that. Um, speaking of which, out of Davos today, Ray Dalio said, raising taxes on wealthy Americans in response to the defining issue of our time, which is income inequality, could have huge and unintended consequences on the markets. Pretty interesting stuff coming out of Davos. A lot of it's theory, but it's still pretty interesting stuff. Um, finally, um, 401k issues tied towards tax planning. Uh, isn't it kind of like you don't really have to think about tax planning with 401ks or are you talking about towards the last couple of days before you retire, you start thinking about it? What do we need to know? Well, definitely think about it now. So like if you're younger listening to this show and you're, you haven't hurt, hit the you know big stride in your earnings, really focus on the Roth 401k. Um, if you're, let's say you're in your 50s and you're listening, you've, you're on track for retirement, but all you've been doing is saving pre-tax in your 401k, start doing Roth IRAs even a small Roth conversion to get the clock started. Uh, you, you can also look at the MAGO backdoor Roth IRA where you can make after-tax contributions to your 401k and then convert it into the Roth 401k inside your company's plan. A lot of companies are doing that, like Cisco, Apple, Microsoft. So that's a way to put your pre-tax money in plus an after-tax contribution that goes into a Roth, and you can all of a sudden save, get you know twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 into a Roth over a couple of years if you're able to save that much. Um, so start getting that different, those different pools of money saved up so you're not just retiring with 401k money that has not yet been taxed. Sounds good. Thanks for joining me. at CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. There's a copy of his podcast there that you can subscribe to. 
It's newfocusfinancial.com. While there, you can sign up for the event Thursday evening, 6.30 to 8.30. It's in the Palo Alto Elks Lodge, which is oddly enough in Palo Alto. It's super easy to find, super easy to park, free parking, which is nice. Hotels, oh, doing events at hotels are just, they nickel and dime you, man. Um, but not so much Palo Alto Elks Lodge. You can find out more information by going to newfocusfinancial.com. Markets go up, markets go down. They tend to trend higher over time. We tend to get the most nervous when they go sideways to down. When we should be excited, we get nervous and anxious. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. You ever feel like you just drink battery acid? And you look at what's in your hand and it's not battery acid. You're like, man, that tastes like battery acid. Awesome. I think I think I might have an ulcer. Uh, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, YouTube's got this big bet against cable. And it's kind of an interesting little story because it really shows you how well do you know your company that you're invested in. YouTube's TV streaming service is expanding its coverage <coughs> as it continues to invest with big cable, invest in fights with big cable, and also kind of with Netflix, right? It's 40 bucks a month. It's going to cover 98% of the U.S. households. It's going from 100 markets to 195 markets. Right now, they've got about 800,000 paying subscribers. And it's 40 bucks a month, and it's got some pretty good services on it. Your local channels and your local market... CNN, ABC, Fox, premium networks like Stars for additional money. Or if you have HBO Go or HBO Now, you could uh, port it over if you get like a Roku. And suddenly your costs are going up, right? YouTube has previously highlighted the availability of live sporting events because they have like Comcast. So let's say you truly are a Sharks fan or a Warriors fan and you buy a home... You moved to upstate New York, but you got the service while you had a billing address in California, so you could kind of take that service with you. Um, It's pretty cool the way it works out. And again, I don't mind people saving money. I'm not against it. Uh, Cable companies are feeling the effects of the surge of new competing services and people leaving. You're seeing companies like Disney losing over a billion dollars in streaming through its ESPN Plus, and it's staking Hulu and YouTube TV is reportedly losing money on every single subscriber. But they're building the service. Viacom just agreed to acquire streaming service Pluto TV for $340 million. And NBC said last week that they plan to launch a new service themselves. And they may just have to take that show called Seinfeld away from Netflix. Wow. That's hitting them low. Tiny homes, are they going to be the answer for the U.S.'s housing crisis? If you make love to your spouse tonight and have a child, is your child going to be forced to live in a tiny house? And I'm not talking tiny like Snow White and Seven Dwarfs tiny. I'm talking like a glorified trailer that's pretty. It's got all the building decisions that would go into a high-end condo. But you squeeze everything into it. Try to get as high ceiling of it as possible as you can get. Affordable housing solutions. Interesting, right? A micro-village, 13 small modular homes just north of downtown Nashville. 
it's starting to, I'm not going to say catch on, but teeny tiny little homes are going for rent of $1,000 a month. If you get a studio apartment in downtown Nashville, it's about 1500 a month. So is it finding tools that you can kind of use to save money? That's part of it. God, the stories, the headlines. It's one thing that I'm not going to miss about doing news and radio and television one day. Nurse arrested in sexual assault of incapacitated woman who gave birth at Phoenix Care Facility. Like, what? Every day. So these tiny homes have French doors and granite countertops, and they're nice. As a way of offsetting some of the development boom that's going on. Boom! Where an average home in Nashville costs between one hundred forty and 260000 Is this the answer? French doors, hardwood floors, stainless steel, all in a dressed-up pig with lipstick trailer. Am I showing you? Am I showing you my weakness as a human being that I grew up in a normal-sized house and I think, whoa, I don't know if I want to live in a small, teeny tiny house. Yeah, I'm kind of a brat, aren't I? Some people are like you should see where I grew up. Yeah, I'm okay. So all three major stock indices rose. Despite worries over the global economy, a lot of mixed signals on trade going on right now. Nervousness over the U.S. government shutdown that every day we're going like, is this really still going on? And how many Americans are getting paychecks? And what's this look like? And then you turn on the news and you see like TSA agents getting you know freebies. Pick up a can of green beans on your way out from the food store or the food food bank, right? IBM, United Tech, Procter & Gamble all opened higher. Starbucks earnings right around the corner. And a Starbucks, nothing but Starbucks. Global coffee chain, Starbucks. Scheduled to report fiscal first quarter financial results. Yesterday, they said they're going to start doing mobile delivery. Pretty cool. So Starbucks stock is up this year, just a skosh. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say about Starbucks other than to say it looks like a great long-term investment. So, as whenever you drive by the stores, they're they're not hurting for customers. 800-516-1220. But they have done some mistakes, you know, getting in their dependence on malls at one point in time. When people, foot traffic started slowing down to malls. And then they've got a lot of micro stores, like inside Safeways and things. Anyhow, Oracle's in trouble. They allegedly withheld $400 million in wages from underrepresented employees. You can find out more about me at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Sign up for the big event coming up Thursday, January 28th, 6.30 to 8.30. I'll get there probably around 6-ish if you want to chit-chat a little. You can sign up online at robblackshow.com and use the code RADIO25. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.